Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Mr. Classic Wrestling Podcast. And today, I'm going to go my review of AEW's Dynamite, Blood, and Guts. Starting off the evening, we go to our first match of the night. It is Orange Cassidy versus Ethan Page. Number one, man, before I even get started with this matchup, man, Orange Cassidy's new entrance music is absolutely phenomenal, man. Love the entrance music. The match itself, really good matchup. Back and forth matchup between Orange Cassidy and Ethan Page. Orange was keeping the pace of the match. Ethan then hits a great vertical suplex on Orange Cassidy. Page then lands a big boot on Orange Cassidy. Ethan then lands devastating forearm uh, strikes on Orange Cassidy. Ethan Page then hits a brain buster on Orange Cassidy for a near fall. Page then hits a power slam on Orange Cassidy for a near fall. Orange Cassidy then gets up, hits a stun dog millionaire on Ethan Page. Orange Cassidy then hits a DDT on Page for a near fall. Orange Cassidy then hits an orange punch. And then Orange Cassidy ultimately hits a body slam on Ethan Page. Pins him for the three. And your winner of the match is Orange Cassidy. Hats off to Orange Cassidy for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we have a Christian Cage segment. Cage says that he was asked from upper management to apologize for what he had said about Jungle Boy and his family. Cage then mocks Jungle Boy's family. Talks about Jungle Boy's mom, stuff like that. Talks about his dad dying, which was completely ridiculous. Uh, Tony Schiavone also said that Christian Cage was scheduled for a match, but Cage will not be wrestling tonight. Instead, he ends up announcing Luchasaurus. And to be honest with you, man, Luchasaurus's entrance music was absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal, man. It kind of gave me old-school Kane vibes. I mean, Luchasaurus came out with a black mask, black ring attire. I mean, he it's... Definitely heel Luchasaurus, man. And there was so much pyro. The music was kind of eerie, man. It definitely reminded me of old school Kane, man, for sure. Uh, Luchasaurus ends up having an impromptu match with Serpentigo. It was a glorified squash match, man. I mean, Luchasaurus keeping the pace throughout the entire match with Luchasaurus applying a snare trap of his own on Serpentico. Serpentico quickly taps out, and your winner of the match is Luchasaurus. Hats off to Luchasaurus for getting the win in that matchup. Moving on from that, we have we go into our next match of the night. It is Gun Club and Max Caster versus Dan Housen and two mystery opponents or mystery uh, partners in the match. Uh, the match itself, I mean, it was a good match. The mystery partners ended up being FTR. They got a huge pop in this match. Uh, it was a back-and-forth matchup between both teams with the Gun Club and Max Caster keeping the pace of the match. Uh, Dan Housen ends up hitting a Northern Light suplex on Max Caster. It looked absolutely brutal. FTR then hit multiple German suplexes on the gun club. Anthony Bowen then gets in the ring. He ends up going, uh, goes after Dan Housen with a crutch, but he missed. Ends up hitting Austin. And then Dan Housen then goes for the cover. Pins for the three. And your winners of the match are Dan Housen and FTR. Hats off to Dan Housen and FTR for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It's for the TBS Championship. It is Jay Cargill versus Layla Gray. I thought it was an okay match. Back and forth matchup between Jade and Layla, with Jade keeping the pace of the match. Jade then hits a fallaway slam on Gray. Jade then lands a big boot on Layla Gray as well. And then Jade Cargill ultimately hits the finish on Layla Gray. Pins her for the three. And your winner of the match is Jade Cargill. A couple of things I'm going to say about this man quickly, too. Number one, Jade Cargill has been on one hell of a tear as of late. She's undefeated. Um, but to me, honestly, I think the next person to challenge Jade will be Athena, Ember Moon. I, I think it's time. 
I think Ember Moon definitely can give Jay Cargill a run for her money. Um, and to be honest with you, I think it's time we take the belt off Jade a little bit and have Jade chase the championship again. Um, to be honest with you, I think it would be great for her career as well. I mean, like I said, man, Jane's, Jade's done a fantastic job. She's undefeated. You know, obviously she's training with Brian Danielson, and it shows. She's undefeated for a reason. But I do think it's time for her to probably have a better opponent. And I think that opponent, to possibly take that championship off Jade, will be Athena. But hats off to Jade for getting the win in that matchup. Moving off from that, we're going to our next match of the night. It is the main event of AEW's Blood and Guts. It's the Blood and Guts matchup. It is JAS versus the uh, Blackpool Combat Club. Number one, I thought this was a great match. Back and forth matchup between both teams with Guevara and Claudio starting the match for both their respective teams. Claudio then hits multiple up, uh, European uppercuts on Guevara. Daniel Garcia is the next entrant into this match as well as Wheeler. He's the next, next entrant as well. Wheeler then hits multiple German suplexes. Jake Hager is now the next entrant into the match. Hager and Claudio both exchange in the middle of the ring. Crowds chanting, we the people, which I thought was absolutely hilarious. Moxley then is the next entrant. He ends up throwing a chair into Jake Hager when he enters the match. Claudio then lands a bulldog on Hager onto the chair. Angelo Parker is the next entrant. Angelo is trying to do everything he can to stay away from the Blackpool Combat Club. Doesn't seem to work. Ortiz is the next entrant into the match. And then Menard is the next entrant as well, as well as Santana. Santana then brings a uh, brings a table into the match. Jericho now is the next entrant as well. Eddie is the next entrant behind Jericho. Eddie then hits Jericho with the, multiple kendo, uh, shots with the kendo stick. Eddie and Ortiz throw Hager through a table. Wheeler and Moxley then bring in Tax. Moxley then hits a release suplex on... Uh, well, I think it was, uh, I believe it was Menard. Yeah, he ended up throwing Menard onto the tax. And then um, after that, Moxley then applies a bulldog choke on Jericho, but Jericho breaks the hold. Or, I'm sorry, he applies a he applies a bulldog choke on uh, one of the guys from uh, 2.0, uh, Menard. I keep, I keep forgetting his name. Jericho then breaks the hold by using alcohol that was given to him by Todd Conti. Jericho then hits a DDT on Moxley on the tax. Jericho then applies a wall to Jericho. On, uh, on Moxley on the tax. Jericho then sprays a fire extinguisher on Eddie. Ty Conti then tries to get into the cage, but Ruby Soho is here. She ends up attacking Ty Conti. Jericho then climbs the cage. Eddie climbs the cage after Jericho. Eddie then hits a spinning back fist on Jericho. Guevara then climbs the cage. Eddie ends up throwing Guevara off the top of the cage down below. Eddie and Jericho both exchange on top of the cage. Jericho applies the walls of Jericho. Claudio then climbs the cage. Claudio then hits a giant swing on Jericho on top of the cage. Claudio then applies a sharpshooter on Menard. And your winners of the match are Blackpool Combat Club due to submission. After the match, though, you can see Eddie kind of frustrated as well because it looked like he was going for the win as well. But Claudio ends up helping up Eddie Kingston. And all in all, man, this was a really good matchup. Couple of things I want to say about Blood and Guts, man. Uh, the show was absolutely phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal, and it could have gone very badly. I mean, <clears throat> the original Blood and Guts match was awful. I think it was uh, Inner Circle. They were in the original uh, the uh, Blood and Guts match, and Jericho falls off the cage and looked like he fell into like boxes and cushions and all this other stuff. It, it was awful. It was awful, absolutely awful. I think they absolutely redeemed themselves last night with that Blood and Guts match, hands down. Um, again, man, even Menard, I mean, like I said, I kept getting his name completely mixed up, but, uh, 
he went through hell in that match, man. I mean, he was busted wide open. Um, and just the amount of stuff that happened to Menard in that match was just brutal. Uh, the other thing, too, was uh, Santana. It looked like Santana ended up getting injured in this matchup because for a majority of this matchup, I mean, once he entered, entered the match, it looked like uh, Santana got hurt and he might be injured. So I don't know if he's 100% injured or not. But when the match was over, you didn't see Santana on top of that cage and you didn't see him that much throughout that match once he entered the uh, Blood and Guts match. So hopefully Santana's all right. Uh, Orange Cassidy. I think Orange Cassidy deserves a lot of respect, man. The match he had with Ethan Page was very good to open up uh, Blood and Guts last night. The entrance music for Orange Cassidy was absolutely awesome. Uh, big fan of this uh, new entrance music. And Luchasaurus was another big thing I took away from uh, Blood and Guts last night. Uh, the entrance was awesome. The uh, the fact that he comes in as a heel with the you know the black mask, the black ring attire, the, the amount of pyro that Luchasaurus has, I think this only elevates you know both Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy's career by splitting these you know these two guys up. There's really nothing more for Jurassic Express to do. They held the you know they held the AEW Tag Team Championships for quite a while. I think it was something where now okay maybe they can go on a singles run. And I mean when Jungle Boy comes back from injury, number one man, he's going to be a humongous babyface once he gets back. From injury, I mean, he's going to be a humongous baby face. Everybody's anticipating him coming back. You know, how is he going to respond to Christian Cage? You know, what is he going to say about Luchasaurus, who's known Jungle Boy for so long? They've been tag team partners for so long. You know, Jungle Boy's going to come back as a humongous baby face. And Luchasaurus being a heel, man, like I stated earlier, it definitely gave me Kane vibes. Old school Kane vibes with the pyro, the eerie entrance music, the fact that he's a heel, you know, the black uh, dinosaur mask, the black attire. It was absolutely phenomenal stuff to see, man. And I definitely look forward to what's going to happen next with Luchasaurus as well as Jungle Boy, man. This storyline looks like it's going to be heating up here soon. And it's going to be absolutely insane. Uh, the other thing I take away from, you know, tonight's, you know, last night's Blood and Guts was uh, Jay Cargill. Like I stated earlier, man, Jay Cargill has been on one hell of a tear since she's won the TBS championship, man. She's pretty much destroyed everybody in her path. But there's one person in that path that she has not beat yet, and that is Athena. I think Athena is definitely chasing that TBS championship. I think she wants an opportunity to go up against Jay Cargill. In my honest opinion, you build up a storyline for once for this women's division leading up to All Out. Um, and that's where the match should take place. You know, and my thing is, and the reason why I'm saying that is because you look at Thunder Rosa versus Tony Storm for the AEW Women's Championship that just happened at Forbidden Door. There was no build. There was no build whatsoever. All you got was the impromptu match. There was no storyline leading up to that match. I mean, like I stated earlier, man, if they were not going to do a storyline, they could have gone back and forth on Twitter, just kind of have like a banter thing, if you will. I mean, hell, even some people were even saying that maybe Thunder Rosa should turn heel. And to be honest with you, maybe it's a good idea, to be honest with you, because I don't think there's really anything left for Thunder Rosa. You know, and I think Thunder Rosa needs to be a heel. I think she'd be a fantastic heel. Um, but again, man, we're also running out of, you know, suitors to, you know, challenge for the AEW Women's Championship. And possibly the TBS Championship. I mean, I believe on Rampage Friday night, we have Nyla Rose versus Tony Storm. And I think Tony Storm was just the number one contender for the AEW Women's Championship at the Forbidden Door. Well, obviously she lost. Are, are you telling me that Nyla Rose is now possibly on her way to be the new number one contender? We've already seen it. We've already seen that match. And it's just a match that I'm not really interested in seeing. But uh, there needs to be build, man. Like I said, I, I'm, I appreciate what Jade's been doing. She's been on one hell of a tear. She's undefeated. You know, if they want to have a match between her and Athena, fantastic. But let's get a storyline. Let's get something where, you know, obviously Jade is the heel. 
Ember Moon is the baby face. Let's get a storyline going here and, and really build this match up to the final product being the match, possibly at All Out. Man, I'm all for that. Uh, and then the main event, man, Blood and Guts match, absolutely phenomenal stuff. I mean, to see the final product of this match and that they did not have any really mess-ups or screw-ups in this matchup for the original Blood and Guts match, you know, the camera angles were phenomenal. You know, they were really – the production team for AEW's uh, show last night was absolutely top-notch from top to bottom. The angles that they got in the Blood and Guts match, I mean, it was great. It really was great, and it, it definitely ended with a bang. It definitely did. So. That match was awesome, man. I mean, it definitely, you know, it was something more or less where, you know, a lot of people were kind of, including myself, were kind of iffy on how this Blood and Guts match was going to go. And they pulled it off, man. I think last night's show was awesome. Having Sammy Guevara, you know, getting pushed off the top of the cage down below to all this, you know, all these tables and water bottles flying everywhere. It was just absolutely phenomenal stuff, man. So, you know, AEW's Blood and Guts show last night was absolutely phenomenal, man, from top to bottom. So, but uh, this is my review of AEW's Blood and Guts. I hope you guys are out there staying safe. Be careful and remember, stay classic. Peace.